0: it is week 12 review time and although not all the games have been played we're going to break down the ones that have been played on Wes as always for the extra point here with bobby and matt what's going on gentlemen matt how you doing
1: I'm doing good. Uh, uh, I had a good Thanksgiving.
0: Uh, how about y'all? Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. Bobby.
2: Hey, fellas. Yeah, I'm doing good, man. Just um, kind of uh, barricading myself here in the hotel room. Um, unfortunately, uh, I got tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Bobby got the Rona. You did. I did. I did get the Rona. I did get it. Yeah.
0: Luckily, nothing uh, Nothing too severe, though, right now, right, Bobby?
2: Uh, not too severe. I mean, uh, I'm definitely taking this as serious as it should be taken. And, um, but I'm very thankful right now that we got mild symptoms, you know, just loss of uh, taste smell and uh, congestion and all that. They off for no fever and all that. I know a lot of people out there um, have a way worse than what I have right now, but on the right thing. And um, yeah, I'm very fortunate.
0: Yeah, well, man, you know me and Matt, we're wishing you a, a speedy, swift recovery and uh, hope everything goes nice and smooth like it's going right now. Yep. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's go ahead and do this, man. Uh, so, you know, uh, I guess we keep it on the same note for, for just a second. COVID uh, obviously is taking over the NFL this week. You have the Steelers game that will be being played. Wednesday, and that's Wednesday at 3.40 p.m. due to the tree lighting ceremony, so uh, that'll be fun. So Wednesday at 3.40, uh, as a result, the uh, Steelers-Washington football game is uh, next Monday at 5 p.m., and then the Ravens-Cowboys that was scheduled for this Thursday is now next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. So a lot of moving parts going on right now with the NFL, and that's all subject to change, so keep a keen eye on Twitter, Facebook everything just to make sure that uh, you're up to date and you know what's going on because I know our fantasy leagues all over the place right now too <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and jump into uh, the Thanksgiving games and the first one is the Texans and Lions the Texans wall up the Lions and end up getting a uh, Matt Patricia fired and the GM as well both gone for the Detroit Lions a lot of fans from the Texans. Uh, donating to, or I'm sorry, lots lots of fans from the Lions donating to Deshaun Watson's charity because they essentially got uh got Patricia fired. Matt, any thoughts on this game?
1: Yeah, I picked the, the Texans to win. I uh, just don't like what I saw from the Lions here. I'm I'm, I'm upset that we lost to them, the, especially the way that we did. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's re- regardless of that. I mean, yeah, it was time for Patricia to get out of there. I agree with both uh, getting rid of. Uh, uh him and and uh Bob Quinn, so I I kind of expected it. Maybe not, but I thought it was gonna be a little bit closer. But overall, yeah, I, I definitely picked the Texans. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, I did too. Uh, one that didn't pick the Texans though was Bobby. Bobby, uh, Deshaun Watson, 17 for 25, 318, four touchdowns, no picks. He has a big day. And Will Fuller was the receptionist. Uh, until a lot of that, six receptions, 171 yards, and two TDs. Now they did lose him for the rest of the season due to a PED violation, something to do with a doctor's. Uh, uh, prescription or, or what a doctor gave to him saying, you know, it, it, it unfortunately broke the NFL's tight, tight mandate in regards to performance enhancing
2: anything. Uh,
0: your thoughts on this game?
2: Well, I mean, obviously the big story of this game is, you know, um, the Lions losing and obviously Matt Patricia and the GM getting fired. I think that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, you know, people I know, um, I got a lot of family up in the Detroit area or Michigan area that were kind of waiting for this to happen. And it finally happened. Um, It was just a matter of time. Uh, Deshaun Watson, great game. Um, Like you said, uh, very effective, you know, uh, 17, 25, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. But to me the biggest story in this game is that I think Detroit is finally turning the corner right now with, What they were expecting to happen even last year or earlier this year, you know, with the firing of Patricia and whatnot. So the new regime is going to start. I think, who is it? Uh, Bevel? Derek Bevel is going to take over now as a coach. So we'll see. We will see how they do. Yeah, Yeah, it is a lot of moving parts. We knew it was going to come.
0: Exactly exactly right and we'll we'll see what happens uh, another gm and uh, coach spot on the uh, on the market going into this off season Washington gets the win 41-16 to over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, obviously, Bobby, we want to hear what you've got to say, but I'm going to start with you, Matt, on this one. Alex Smith goes 19 for 26, 149, a touchdown and interception. Kind of does the game-managing role. Another impressive game by Antonio Gibson on the ground, though. 115 yards and gets the hat trick with three touchdowns. Uh, McLaurin had a really good game, Matt. This uh, Washington football team looks a lot more watchable with Alex Smith running the show.
1: Yeah, I'm not convinced that. Uh, I I think it's more more of a mirage than anything else. Mm-hmm. It was a close game there all the way up into the fourth quarter, and then it just seemed like Dallas gave up. It was weird. Once Antonio Gibson got that, well, actually no. So I I, I th- really thought the the Cowboys were going to score once uh, they got that fumble recovery, and then. Uh, uh, what's his oh, name? Uh, uh, Jalen Smith.
0: Yeah, Jalen McClaren, Smith almost got in. And yeah,
1: right, 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 right. I thought that was yeah. going to swing the momentum to the Cowboys' way. I mean, I thought they were going to take over from that point. And uh, they just got a field goal. And, wow, the Redskins really responded off that. Uh, and that fourth quarter was just insane. I, I mean, I picked Allison in win this game. I did not see this coming from the, the football team.
0: Yeah, nor did any of us. Bobby, uh, your team – I mean, it fell on their face. You were talking early uh, in this game that the defense, that Dallas defense, was starting to come back to life, and and then they just did a vanishing act in that fourth quarter. Yeah,
2: you know what? I mean, uh, the thing that stands out to me about this game right here is the um, obviously the coaching uh, that that um, you know McCarthy doing the you know the fake um, punt. Yeah, what was right what there? That? You know, at their own territory. I mean, if you're gonna fake a punt. You know, just in a fourth and eight situation and a fourth and seven, I mean, don't make it 20 yards out, 30 yards out. You know, like, right. I mean, it was – they were setting that up for a situation failure right there. So, that was a bad decision there, obviously. Um, I couldn't believe that call right there. I mean, that's – and I think a lot of people on social media were talking about that. I think both of you guys can – you're yeah, I was right.
1: going to let, that's why I didn't say anything about that. I, w- I really wanted to hear what you wanted to do, what you had to say about mm-hmm. that. Cause that was just
2: embarrassing. I mean, it's one thing. if I mean, if you're going to do a fake punt, I get it even backing your own territory, but when you're going to give the guy the ball about 15 yards behind, you know, where you needed the first down <laughs> at least. So, um, just, you know, just tough situation right there, man. I mean, I got to give credit to Washington's defense. You know, the defense line played really well. I mean, their running back is great. You know, I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, Gibson's a great runner. Absolutely. No doubt about it. Absolutely. Um, I just really think that the, um, you know, coaching right now is a bigger thing right now for um, Dallas. Obviously, we're depleted on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach Martin moved to right tackle. He got hurt early in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the O-line is depleted defense you know kind of did what they i mean washington's a better football team than us right now man and i can see them right now being as front runners it's just it was a very frustrating game being a cowboys fan
0: uh without a doubt 100 percent agree with that one and uh doesn't get any easier going down the road for them so you know it's still very much up for grabs in that division we'll see who takes it but uh not a good uh not a good game for the dallas cowboys by any means Miami gets the win 20-3 with uh, Fitzpatrick at the helm, moving to 7-4 on the season. The Jets go to 0-11 and are continuing to hold down the number one overall pick. Uh, Fitzpatrick goes 24 for 39, 257, two touchdowns, no picks. Devontae Parker has himself a pretty good game, eight receptions on 14 targets for 119 yards. They kept it pretty simple for the majority of the game. It was more letting Sam Darnold turn the ball ball over, and he... Most certainly did. Uh, two picks on the day. Frank Gore has 74 yards rushing on 18 carries. Always, always good to see him getting, uh, you know, getting a lot of runs. Matt, I, I'm not a lot on this game, I know, but uh, Fitzpatrick goes out and gets the job done.
1: Yeah, actually, you know what? I think they're going to keep him in for the rest of the season. That, that's my prediction. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know if they've already come out and said that he is still the the starter. So you guys can tell me if I'm wrong there. Um, but other than that, now I think after this, they're actually going to keep keep Fitzpatrick in. I mean, they're seven and four. They're
0: they're they could easily make the
1: playoffs from here, and I think they're going to go with the veteran at that point.
0: Yeah, uh, I think they I heard something about Tua coming back when he's good to go. I, I think he will retake the helm. But I mean, hey, I I think either way they're set up for success, Bobby. Uh, Fitzpatrick, your guy going forward or Tua?
2: Well, I'll be honest with you right now. I mean, I didn't think Fitz should, Patrick should have lost a job, you know, early in the year. You know, mm-hmm. Fitz, Fitz is – I mean, he's one of those guys that's going to – obviously, you know where you're going to get out of him. are going to have a very clean football game. You know, he's not going to light up the score uh, sheets he's not, and all that. So, I mean, he had a really good game, 24 for 39. Um. The thing about Fitz I love, no turnovers, you know, so – I mean, I think he's definitely the guy, like Matt was saying earlier, just go with him the rest of the season. Now with Tua being hurt or not, but I don't see a reason why to take him out. I mean, you're. I mean, that's a team that's still in contention. I, I see no reason why to keep him out of the lineup right now.
0: Yeah, 100% still in contention, and uh, we'll keep an eye on his health and see who will be the starter going into next week. Arizona drops a stunner versus the Patriots 20-17 to in what was really an ugly game. Neither quarterback gets a passing touchdown in the game, and I believe both quarterbacks threw for under. Yep, uh, Kyler Murray threw for 170, and Cam Newton threw for 84. I mean, this was just a really really ugly game all the way around i don't really have a whole lot to say about it other than the patriots stay alive and the cardinals losing one of those games that when you it, it's turning into uh, november december that you this is when you got to win this is this is what separates you and they were unable to do that uh it, matt you got any or i'm sorry bob you got any thoughts on this one
2: It was kind of a shock to me. You know, I'm a big, you know, Arizona fan this year going into the season, especially the way they started off the season. Mm. I thought they were going to perform, you know, better than they have at the time. Keller Murley uh, obviously had a game that was not as um, productive as he had. But um, they're a touch and go team, you know. I mean, I, I still think they're very dangerous. Don't get me wrong, um, but they need to win the next two right here to get back in that, you know, in that division right there. So um, it was kind of disappointing, not disappointing, but just um, one of those games where it's like phew, they didn't perform like we thought we, they would. But
0: mm-hmm.
2: it happens. It does. It
0: does. Matt, any uh, final thought?
1: Yeah, I mean, what's up with Cam Newton? I mean, eighty-four yards, two picks. That guy's a trash can. Um, Kyle, Kyle Murley. Kyler Murray. um when when he when you shut him down and you make him throw that's what you get right there so the teams and teams are gonna know that so that's why they're six and five you know they were hot for a little bit but teams are figuring them out now so uh, I'm, i i mean i picked the cardinals to win mm-hmm, but same. yeah man i still think that uh I, I mean that was i guess a decent win for the patriots man it, that was a weird game
0: that's a big win for the Patriots, and uh, with uh, with Kyler Murray, we could potentially be seeing uh, what we're what we're seeing with
2: you know, Lamar Jackson those, as well. It's one of those where like Cam Newton's is like everybody's counting him out, and then you know he turns around and you know kind of just he's one of those hanging by a thread right now where everybody's counting him out, but he made you know I mean he got it done, you know at the end of the day he did. Was a good game to watch. Yep, and they do get the
0: win. Uh, Minnesota, speaking of good games, comes back late, gets the win over the Carolina Panthers, 28 to 27, late. Uh, Sly misses a, a, a potential few game winner for the Carolina Panthers. Kirk Cousins goes 34 for 45, 307 yards, and three touchdowns. Has a hell of a game, actually. Dalvin Cook goes 18 27 for 61 uh teddy bridgewater 19 for 36 267 and mike davis on the ground for 55 yards on 15 rushes bobby i'll start with you uh another great game dalvin cook's a little bit quiet but we did see Kirk Cousins step up this week
2: he he really did though you know um i actually watched this game though it was very interesting because you know dalvin cook was a lot more quiet than a lot of people thought he would be Mm -hmm. and um the um I'm not sure who caught the last touchdown for the Vikings, number 22, white guy, but he muffed the punt, you know, lived there late in the fourth quarter, and he was the one that caught uh, the winning – ended up being winning. Yeah, exactly. BB right? I don't know Bebe. if that's like – Yeah, yeah, but he muffed that punt, and then they took him out, and then he ended up for his first catch in his career, had the winning touchdown catch of the game. And then the Panthers actually had a chance to win there late in the game. That was so entertaining. To me, that was the best entertaining game of the day. Um, hey, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I mean, you know, he, he's one of those guys that's like you don't know what you can get out of You know what I mean? It's like he can bring you back, but he can't or whatnot. Um,
0: yeah, yeah you're, you're exactly right, man. And, and Matt, I'm going to swing over to you real quick. Uh, this is definitely one of your just a guy sort of people, and and Kirk stepped up and delivered in this game. Uh, your thoughts on it?
1: Yeah, very shocking. After Jeremy Chin had that twenty-eight yard fumble return mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, in, in the third quarter, I really thought the Panthers were going to take over. Um, they they tried to, you know, uh, you know they were up twenty twenty-seven twenty-one with under two minutes to go in the game. That's up to the defense, man. Mm-hmm. So. Trust me, Falcons have been in that same boat, but uh, I picked the Vikings to win, and uh, that that, I, that was awesome to me. I, I did watch the end of that game. It, it was pretty epic.
0: Wild game to watch. Even more wild when picks are on the lines. It makes it a little more uh, interesting towards the end of the game. I picked Carolina, so it sucked watching them squander that lead uh, and then taking the L. But it is what it is. The Vikings win and they stay alive in the NFC. Cleveland gets a win moving to a quiet 8-3 and on the season over Jacksonville who drops to 1-10, loses of 10 straight. Uh, They stayed pretty close in this one throughout, but the Browns were just the better overall team. Uh, Baker goes 19 for 29, 258, and two touchdowns. Chubb has 144 on the ground, and Kareem Hunt has 62 on the ground. Landry gets his first touchdown on the season with 143 yards receiving to boot. On the Jag side, the really only – you know, Mike Glenn didn't have too bad of a game, 20 for 35 235, and two touchdowns. But James Robinson's the story of Jacksonville. Uh, 22 rushes, 128 yards yards the touchdown he's third in the league right now in rushing yards and third in the league in all-purpose yards the undrafted rookie is looking like something special the Jags do fire dave caldwell after this game opening up yet another gm spot and potential and what will most likely be a coaching spot at the end of the year although con did say doug maroon is safe from and his staff are safe from being fired for the rest of the season odds are they will be canning him. At the end of the season, they don't want to run into another situation like they did with Gus Bradley where they fired him and then had Doug Marone take over. They won a few games, and then he became your new head coach. They want to work with a fresh start and a fresh slate with a, a new GM. Um, Matt, go ahead, uh, Any thoughts on this game?
1: It was Yeah, more of an entertaining game than I thought it was going to be, and I think a lot of people thought it was. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield getting it done, very efficient. Uh, that that's the, I'm telling you now. Um, I hope these two running backs stay together for the next five years. I, in my opinion, yeah, it's right there. I think we talked about it before. Uh, with the Fred Taylor and, and Mojo. MJD combo. Yeah, I mean uh, this one is better than that. I'm sorry, bro. That, I mean right now it's insane, uh, the way that they're playing. And um, Browns just getting
0: it done. Yeah, easy as up Bobby, uh this this Browns team in there quiet 8 and 3 ever since OBJ got hurt. This you don't hear a lot about the Browns and I think that's exactly what they want. Your thoughts on this team going into the final push of the season?
2: I mean, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big Nick Chubb fan. You know, I, I I really I liked him in college right there. He's a good runner. Um Baker Mayfield, I had to play him this week in fantasy. Um off-topic, off by the way, because this whole um, Lamar Jackson's my guy in my one-other league, mm-hmm. and we don't know what's going on with that game. But, um, I mean, you know, the Browns are one of those teams right now, that are, and they've been like that the last couple of years. They're touch and go, touch and go, and you don't know what to expect week in, week out with them right now. But, I mean, you know, I mean, Landry, I mean, great performance. Um, they were tough. Um, to me, this game right here, the outcome was more to me was – a fact that, you know, the Jaguars, you know, the personnel decision on the coaching side and the GM side or whatnot um, was a big factor of this. But um, the Browns, I mean, test and go. We'll see. I mean, they're a good football team. We'll see what happens. I, I, I can't really say anything about them, man. I mean, I don't know what to expect. They're, they're one of those teams that can beat anybody one week and then you don't know what to expect next week.
0: You're 100 percent right. Uh, Titans go into eight and three on the season, forty-five to twenty-six over the Indianapolis Colts. Take the lead in that division, and uh, in dominating fashion, they pull or, pull away early in the second quarter and never look back. Behind Derrick Henry's one hundred and seventy-eight rushing yards and three touchdowns, Tannehill goes thirteen for twenty-two with two twenty-one and a touchdown, and AJ Brown puts up about a hundred yards and a touchdown as well. Very strong performance by this Tennessee team against a very good Indianapolis defense. Uh, Matt, if you're the Indianapolis, uh, if, if you're Indianapolis right now, how worried are you about getting into the playoffs? <clears throat>
1: yeah, I mean, it, it's tough. That AFC is super tough right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a time for Derrick Henry to shine. It's getting towards the end of the season, getting cold out. Yep. Um, I know that was, uh, I believe that was at Colts. So, I mean, yeah, they're in a dome, but again, that, that getting Derrick Henry going this time of year, that's dangerous. It, it's, so, it's really dangerous
2: dangerous, dangerous dangerous. football team right there.
1: Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is.
0: Yeah. Bobby, would you call uh Tennessee the one team you don't want to face right now in the NFL? Uh,
2: you know what? I wouldn't have said that about two weeks ago, but after seeing, and you know what? I was on the couch watching that game because I thought it was going to be way more competitive than what it ended up being. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They're a team. I do not want to play right now. I'll be honest with you. I mean, 27 carries. I mean, Derrick Henry. I'm not going to say MVP because obviously we know who the MVP is right now for Mahomes and all that. Oh, yeah. In my eye. But I mean, 27 carries, 178, three touchdowns. That's a recipe for, you know, success. And they're rolling with them. I mean, that's, I mean, they're, they're dangerous. You don't want to, you don't want to face a team like that, especially in their house in the winter, you know, playoffs and all that. Dangerous football team, man. Uh, Titans are dangerous. No
0: super, about super dangerous. And as far as dangerous teams can go in the NFC East, I guess that's gonna be the Giants because they're now the division leaders at four and seven. They win nineteen seventeen over the Joe Burrowless Cincinnati Bengals, who fall to two and eight. Daniel Jones goes 16 for 27 for 213. I believe at one point does get injured and comes out. Correct me if I'm wrong there. But Colt McCoy also came in and did get injured. I, I believe Daniel Jones came back in and finished the game. Gallman gets a touchdown for them on the day. Evan Ingram over 100 yards receiving on the day. Uh, Giants winning a game they need to win, staying alive in the NFC East. Uh, Bobby, what are your thoughts on this team? I mean, realistically, do they have a chance to win this division?
2: I mean, it's a wide-open division, no doubt about it right now. I mean, to be honest with you right now, I think, you know, I mean, pre-Daniel Jones injury right now. I mean, I don't know. what. Uh, like you said, what's uh, what's his status? I don't, he, I don't have it right now, Matt. I don't know if you do. Yeah, but, I mean, I think, I think he's out for multiple weeks. Um, Yeah, I mean, they do have a chance. I mean, I'll be honest with you, being a Cowboys fan, we're out. Um, eagles are still in it um uh philly um yeah i mean i mean i mean i mean they have a shot we'll see what happens uh, i still have this division right now um i'll be honest with you it, it's really hard for me to say this but i think the washington football club or team is the one that are the favorites right now i love their defense the front and all that so
0: we'll see Matt, uh, to you this question: uh, If you're Joe Judge, how excited are you for this team next year? Getting Barkley back, uh, you're starting to put pieces together. It looks like this team is slowly improving week in and week out. You know, nothing massive, but they're getting a little bit better here and there. I mean, are you are you excited about this team, or we still got a long ways to go?
1: Well, I mean, I'm not not excited at all, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, some of the Giants news on Daniel Jones and. It's it's a hamstring uh, strain, so they don't know how long yet. They're gonna know more here in the next few days. You know, they're gonna let it rest and try to get the swelling down, and then get a you know better MRI and all that uh, X-ray and all that other good stuff. So, um, there was no significant tear, so that that's one thing. Um, and there's only what five games left in the season. Uh, you know, it just depends. Depends on how serious it is. We'll find out more about that, but. Uh, I like Wayne Gallman. I did too. I think he's a pretty solid back. Uh, Evan Evan Ingram, um, you know, he's kind of hit or miss, but he's been playing pretty well recently. I like T Higgins on on the Bengals, mm-hmm. but yeah, this mm-hmm. game was a lot closer than I actually thought it was going to be. But uh, nah, I, I mean Graham Gano.
0: Graham Gano, go figure. Ganneau, go figure. Uh, yeah. Bills improved to 8-3 and three in one of those games that you want to win in late November, 27-17 to 17 over the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers fall to 3-8 and eight on the season. Herbert, once again, though, does throw for over 300 yards. You finally get your first like, kind of seeing of the uh, Herbert-Eckler combination, which was nice. You know, Eckler gets 11 receptions for 85 yards to go with his 44 rushing yards. Um but the Bills get it done behind Josh Allen, 18 for 24, 157, and a touchdown. And Gold, uh, I'm sorry, Gabriel Davis, three receptions, 79 yards, and he gets the one touchdown. And Stephon gets seven receptions, a lot of short plays and underneath routes uh, for 39 yards. Bills uh, are hanging on to that division lead. Are they going to be able to, to hold off the Dolphins though? That's the question, Matt.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean. <clears throat> It's, it's like I said. I hope uh, Fitz stays in this uh, for the starting QB on the Dolphins, and I think that's going to help them out, out a lot. Uh, Bill's been playing great football all year, though. Uh, uh, Singletary had a great game. Um, he's another guy that's been kind of hit or miss. Uh, Josh Allen, again, you know, he, everybody was, you know, calling him. You know, he was a top five MVP candidate, you know, for the after the first, what, four to six weeks there, and you know, he's come back down to earth again, and. Overall, though, like the Bills, um, that division's is tough, though. It's really tough. It is
0: tough. And, yeah. uh, Bobby, you know, we we all kind of did have the Bills favored this year uh, to win this division. Now, I think their defense gets undershadowed a lot. And, uh, and I also wanted to bring up one note. Uh, your boy Cole Beasley gets a passing touchdown in this game.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did. I mean, he was very quiet, you know, the first um, – You know, first half of the game, and then he obviously came through. Uh, I love Josh Allen. I really love this Bills football team. But one person that really stands out to me, though, is uh, Tredavious White. You know, that fourth quarter interception, you know, that set up Tyler Bass, 43-yard field goal, you know, was, um, you know, uh, a key to the game. Uh, It's – I mean, these Bills, I think I had them, you know, predicted to win the um, AFC East this year. They're sitting right now. They're sitting at um in first place, obviously, mm-hmm. and uh, it's gonna be um it's gonna be very interesting. Um, I love Herbert. I, I had Herbert, you know, midseason wise. I think I didn't have him as a person my um, uh, rookie of the year at the time because there's this kid out of it. Uh, yeah, Burrow. But now I tell you what, though, that kid out of Minnesota, though, whoo Jefferson, the wide receiver. He's looking good, man.
0: He's looking good. Definitely making some noise late in the season. We'll yeah. see if he can uh if he can catch up to Herbert cuz I think Herbert right now is the front runner. I, I,
2: yeah, I think we're going to see the Bills. I think we're going to see the Bills though. Um you know, definitely in the playoffs for sure. And um they're not a team we want to play.
0: No, 100% but definitely a team you don't want to play a team that we all thought a lot of people didn't want to play early in the season was the Las Vegas Raiders. Now they're starting to fall back to earth. And Matt, we're (laughs) going to talk to you here in just a second, because what the hell, uh, 43 to six, the Falcons just dismantle the Las Vegas Raiders. Bobby, I didn't get to catch any of this game. I don't know if you did, but, uh, yeah, a little bit. Talk to me about it.
2: Uh, well, I mean, I can't really say much. I always watch the red zone. Um, Matt, all I saw when I saw on the the red zone was fucking defense, 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 man. I mean, you guys were, uh, I mean, you made it look easy. (laughs) Y'all made it look easy, Matt. Is that that the Falcons team that uh, you wanted to see early in the season? Are they coming alive now? Too
1: late. I mean, uh, we were four and two after we fired, uh, Dan Quinn and, and Thomas Dimitrov. So take yeah. that for w- what you will. Um, I mean, wow. Like you said, man, it wasn't the offense. It was the defense. They, they, the Raiders defense was holding us back. We just kept picking field goals. And then, uh, uh Deion Jones, man, uh, t- has uh, tied with uh, Marcus Peters for the last four years. Uh, Five, five uh, pick sixes. Um, that's tied for the most so uh, in the past five years. I mean, and uh, no, it just blew my mind, man. It really did. I mean, we had a good running back combo with uh, without Todd Gurley, Edo uh, Smith, and Brian Hill, both average over four yards of carry. Um, I, I'm shocked, man. Yeah, I mean, I've been waiting for this. I mean, of course, this is, you know. This is this is more to the best we're ever gonna play. You know what I mean? There's a you know we'll fall back to the mean, but still
2: very impressive, man. Very impressive, man. Very, you know, it really was, man. I mean, I mean the way that they they kind of dominated that game from you know from the start to finish, right there. It's kind of the Falcons team that we, I mean, not we, that you. I mean, we never thought that was going to be that team in the beginning of the season or whatnot, but um,
1: they're playing fast and physical. which is what we fast played fast. two, three, or, or you know, three years ago, four years ago, and and that's what worked for us. You know, it's either it's it's make or break. That's what it, it's it's either you're gonna you're gonna score, you know, you're gonna get a big chunk, or we're gonna get a you know get you for a loss, or it's gonna be for a couple of yards. So that's just how our player. You know, I think Raheem <laughs> Morris is playing to how the players like to play. So and I think that's the difference.
2: And you guys are playing your best football right now. I think you know at this time of season, you know this sure. part of this, right now, you guys are playing your best football right now.
0: Who knows mm-hmm. the extra playoffs, but we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it for sure. Another impressive team that you really wouldn't expect to be impressive right now, the San Francisco 49ers. They get it done against their division rival, Los Angeles Rams, 23 to 20. The Rams, uh, in a game they really should have won, were just inefficient on offense and that that was this that was the day uh golf 19 for 31 and 198 no touchdowns two picks uh malcolm brown fumbles jared Goff fumbles uh and both were lost i mean matt is this i mean are how how serious do do you chalk this up to a division loss or is this a serious concern moving forward with this rams team
1: i think it's a serious concern i think the uh this rams team is ridiculous I think they're frauds I think they suck I think I can't believe they lose they lost that game they lost to the uh the 49ers earlier in the season 24 16 when they were still banged up then uh yeah they they, they pissed me off right there uh I, I they pissed a lot of people off I'm sure they're pissed off I, I think I, they're not gonna do nothing I, I ain't if I'm if I'm going up against the Rams I ain't scared yeah they got Aaron Donald they got some good players but They're they're clearly easily beatable.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times I I don't – I mean, I do it – I know I'm very guilty of it on this podcast, but I don't really like to compare teams to the Jags, but they do remind me of the 2017 Jags. Very good defense, but a lot of issues on offense. Bobby, um, same question to you. I mean, how concerned are you if you're a Rams fan right now?
2: I'd be a little bit concerned, to be honest with you right now, because going into this game right now, I mean, that was a total game that they could take over, you know, not not the division obviously but i mean to kind of run away a little bit from the seahawks but that was a little bit disappointing i mean uh i mean what can you say nick mullins 24 from 35 252 you know he did have an interception no touchdowns but you know you got raheem Mostart, you know a guy that just came came off an injury you know and had a solid game i mean you know he didn't stand out but he had 16 carries 43 yards and a touchdown but I mean, to me, that was a game that San Fran, or I'm sorry, not San Fran, but that L.A. should have won to actually take control of the division right there. So I'd be a little bit concerned right now if I was an L.A. Rams fan, um, by all means, because um, San Fran's definitely beat up. And um, that was shocking, though. I thought L.A. was going to win this game a lot. So um, we'll see what happens. But I think that um, there's a lot of Seattle Seahawks fans out there that were smiling seen the result of this game they
0: definitely were a lot of reasons to be smiling if you were a seattle fan this last week uh saints smiling right now they went without their quarterback again 31 to 3 over the broncos and speaking of not having their quarterback denver didn't have any of them they end up starting their practice squad punt returner uh kendall hinton one for nine 13 yards two picks on the day i mean kudos to the guy for going out there with no i mean uh, no practice no nothing uh I, I mean I'm really going to focus on the Saints on this one cuz I don't really have anything bad to say about Hinton but uh they use the run game. Latavius Murray is the uh, unlikely leader in that running room with 124 yards and two touchdowns. The Saints team uh are are, they, are we watching the same thing we've been watching the last few, few years Bobby or, or or is there something different about this team with new Saints? I mean Saints?
2: I mean <clears throat> For the Saints, it's very different. Obviously, without Drew Brees, it's very different. Don't don't even ask my dad about this. My dad, you know, is one of those heart and soul guys when it comes to um, Alvin Kamara, and you can totally see the difference without um, Brees there. You know, and with Taysom Hill as a quarterback, you, you don't see, you you can see the downfall when it comes to um, him being quarterback without Brees. He's not getting the touches, the passes, and all that. Kamara. His performance is – he's not getting the touches. It's going down. Um, I love Taysom Hill. I still don't know why they're not playing Jameis Winston right now as quarterback, though, to be honest with you. I love Taysom Hill. I mean, obviously, they paid him a lot of money. I still don't know why – I don't think he's a better quarterback than Jameis Winston, you know, while Breeze is out. So, um, obviously, I mean, they won this game 31-3, to Hanley. Obviously, Denver was shorthanded by all means. I just still don't see the reason why um, he's the quarterback right now. I still think James Winston should be the quarterback.
0: Okay. Um, the only thing I can think of really with that is I think that after signing that deal with Taysom Hill, that Sean Payton is a full steam ahead with, with Taysom as their, as their starter. That's the way it looks to me, although the passing would tell you otherwise. Because uh, a lot of the, a lot of the running, a lot of the yards were on the ground in this one. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I, we'll see what they do with the, uh, with the quarterback position going forward. But Bree should be back sooner than later, uh, especially in his eyes. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean, this guy. I mean, he's a great player, and, and the reason why that obviously, I think, I personally think the reason why that he's playing right now is because they son with a big contract last year. Well, you know? exactly. Money's there. You know, I mean, the money's there, obviously. But when it comes to the two quarterback, drop back pass, this and that, I think they'd be better off with Jameis, who's a better football player. Tyson, by far.
0: There you go. There you go. Game of the week, uh, in my eyes. I don't know about you guys, but uh, game of the week in my eyes was the uh was the Chiefs and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That ended up being a pretty damn good game. The uh, Chiefs get the win 27-24, to moving to 10-1 and in the season. Tom Brady and the Bucs falling to 7 and 5 on the season. And uh, I'm just going to ask you right off the bat, man. Uh, neither of you guys had Tyreek, I don't think, right? I think uh – I
2: wish.
1: I wish. I wish.
0: Yeah, I had him in uh, – not in the extra point league. I was talking to Matt about this earlier, Bobby. I think I'm the only person in – Probably all of fantasy football that had Tyreek Hill and lost a game. I uh, had uh, almost 60 points to Tyreek. No, in, in yeah, yeah, And I lost. I lost. It was like just a high-scoring game, one of those situations. But Tyreek <laughs> goes off in this game 200 yards in the first quarter. Um, Mahomes throws for 462, three touchdowns. Extremely efficient. Brady, another off day. Uh, in my eyes another day they another game that they didn't do what they should have done and that was to get back to the run game they don't get it you don't give it to Ronald Jones enough 9 rushes for 66 yards is not going to cut it Gronk has a nice little day over 100 yards uh Matt your thoughts on this game
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I picked Tampa Bay to win this game. Uh, I think if Tom Brady didn't throw those two interceptions, they would have had clearly a much better chance and actually very possibly could have won. Mm -hmm. Their their defense picked up in the second half, but it's hard to stop Tyreek Hill and Pat Mahomes, regardless even if they're together or not. Those both players separately are amazing. And, yeah, too little, too late. That's pretty much it.
0: Story of the day, too yeah. little, too late. Uh, Bobby, your thoughts on this game?
2: So, you know what? I mean, um, obviously, the most dynamic, I mean, to me in my eyes right now in the game of football, they're both on the same team. You know, Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. 200 yards in one quarter. I mean, that's rare. You see that one pass, though? He actually, Mahomes chucked it as far as he could. Mm-hmm. Tyreek had to come back to catch it. Um I, two things that stood out about this game right here was how do you do man coverage on Tyreek Hill?
1: <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> you got to do one high safety on him, you know what I mean? And they didn't do that. And poor Carlton, that guy's got to have therapy after that game. I mean,
1: I mean, why were yeah. you
2: why are we going to put him on an island right there, one on one with Tyreek Hill? Um, great. I mean, you know, Tom Brady though he um uh. I think the play calling, you know, with Arians and all that did not work out well in the first, first half. And I think Brady took over. I personally think that Brady just said, you know what, we will start taking over this play calling. He brought him back in the game, you know, going down the middle. You know, they want him throwing the deep balls and all that. That's not Brady football, you
1: mm-hmm. know? So he got,
2: grunt, he got Grunt more involved in the second half of that game and what's kind of brought him back right there. So uh, we'll see what happens, though. I mean, KC Casey, I mean, obviously a team that's going to be um, hard to beat in the NFL. A team I don't that's think a be ext-
0: right now that can beat them. Yep, and a team that's going to be extremely hard to beat moving forward. We'll see who, who can uh, give them a challenge because right now it's only been the Raiders and that's a divisional game. Speaking of divisional yeah. games, another segue there. Green Bay gets the win 41-25 to over the Bears, and the Bears have finally come full circle into mine and Matt's joy because we've been calling it since, I'd say, about week one uh, that this was going to happen, and they are now back to a losing record at 5-6. and six. They are who we thought they were, and we're not letting them off the hook. Matt, tell me about this.
1: Nope, not at all. Uh, the Packers were up 41-10 going into the fourth quarter. That time clearly way past uh, (laughs) coming back in that. They scored, uh, you know, two touchdowns in the fourth in garbage time. Uh, Packers, man, um, they look great. Bears, we already knew this. Like you just said, Wes, they suck. they, They did suck. They always suck. They just got lucky a few times, and we're now showing who they really are.
0: Bobby, do you agree with us that it was just luck for Chicago, and what do you think of this Green Bay team?
2: I didn't watch the game at all, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of knew that Aaron Rodgers, like, owns him a lot. Um, The Bears. The Bears. Up their bitch, by far, right now. It's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it is what it is. Um, He's dangerous. He's going to be dangerous. You know, the vision right now is his. So we'll see what happens. But um, that's all them right now, Green Bay.
0: All Green Bay all day. They continue to impress, moving to eight and three on the season. This team just continues to look strong. We'll see who gets them, uh, who if anyone can trip them up going forward. Seattle getting a win, twenty-three seventeen in a game that was nowhere near as close as the score. They score a, a garbage time touchdown and two point conversion. That that all it did was hurt betters. A uh, better lost five hundred thousand dollars because of that two point conversion. On that game, Bobby helps. upset would you be if you lost $500,000 because Philly went for a two pointer last night in a game where they were going to lose no
2: matter what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that'd be tough. I mean, yeah, I'd be down with it. But, um, <laughs> oh, wow. You, Wes, let me ask you a question right now, though. What's um, up? Um, you so know, pregame, um, so, uh, so actually, Wes, I'm going to ask Wes and uh, Matt, both of you. Um, is, Meg- uh, is Megatron... Uh, is, De- uh, is DK Metcalf the current Me- uh, Megatron right now?
0: I mean, at this point, you kind of have to say he is the current version of him. I was disagreeing with a lot of his comparisons, but you look at the stats and actually... Uh, Medcalf's beating him in a lot of the stats, and, you know, you, you can call it whatever you want. If you want to say he's got a better quarterback, you know, than than Matt Stafford was for, for Megatron, fine, whatever. But the dude's out there getting it done with everything. You can't help who he's playing with. Uh, this was somebody coming out of the draft that we were all extremely high on and all confused that nobody jumped on him, and this is exactly why. He can get above other defenders. He can bully defenders. I mean, he was throwing people off. He, he, him throwing people off is a nightly occurrence, so much so that it doesn't even get talked about anymore uh, because he just naturally does it. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's time to have that, that talk. Is he as great as, as Megatron was in his career? Yeah, we're not there yet. It's still early. But is he on pace to be? 100%. Yeah. Matt, your thoughts.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, let's give a shout out to to Nick over there. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. got that, you know, Diggs had that pick. Uh, I think he actually, I don't know if, I believe he was injured in that game. I don't know if he came back in or what happened with that. Um, But overall, yeah, yeah, Seattle, man. Um, Good team. Great to see the defense play well. DK Metcalf is a monster. He, we're gonna we're gonna see this guy around for a very long time and yeah he, he's gonna end up being one of the greatest in the time. i can see that yeah,
0: without a doubt without a doubt i mean he look what he's doing on the field i mean you can just tell and this the seattle team man they they're, they're up and down but if they can get that defense figured out this is a very dangerous team you do not want them to get their defense going right before the playoffs this is when it's good to get hot and they're uh they're looking to do that regardless of the, of the opponent. Now, the other game that was supposed to be played was the Ravens at the Steelers. Obviously, we do not have that game result yet. So uh, we'll probably have it on the podcast tomorrow because it's a 3.40 p.m. game. So we should be able to talk results on that one. Uh, Ravens looking to go to 7-4 and four on the season. Pittsburgh looking to stay undefeated and go to 11-0 and and basically lock that division up, uh, which is an extremely competitive division. Uh, Matt, you, uh, you went with Baltimore in this one. How are you feeling about that right now? Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's not
1: looking good, man. Not looking good. Um, and then some extra rest for the Steelers. I mean, it's, it's weird, man. I, I don't know. If two more players just tested positive.
0: They say the game
1: is still going to go on.
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was one player, one, um, one player and one, uh, one, one coach. But yeah, no,
1: I mean, the, the Ravens. I don't know, man. It Depends on who's playing. If Lamar Jackson isn't playing, who's oh, RG three? Oh boy, here we go. No, nope, they're gonna <laughs> lose that game. So yeah, I, I, I'm probably gonna take a L on that. So
0: the so the Ravens. Well, we'll see. We will see. We'll give uh, we'll give all records and uh, move on with our power rankings. What's grinding Matt's gears? Book it with Bobby. All that we have tomorrow for you. But for tonight, that's it. This has been The Extra Point. Thanks, as always, to Matt and Bobby, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.